Welcome, foolish mortals, to Awful Neutral. Hello, listeners, and welcome to Awful Neutral Podcast, the comedy first, rules last, pie-in-the-face, actual play, tabletop gaming podcast. Wait, there's rules? Yeah, but they're last. I ate all the pies. Nice rules finish last. (laughs) (laughs) Today, we have returning to us our awesome guests from Cult Podcast. Yay! (laughs) Yay! Today, we will be finishing up our pun-powered one-awful turned into a two-awful. Will our heroes have what it takes to get past the pun-based obstacles in time to defeat the pun is sure? Probably. We'll find out now. I mean, I'm going to assume if you want to continue doing this podcast, I'd I'd say yeah, very likely. (laughs) We shall soon see. With that, let's go ahead and introduce our cast, starting with, as usual, the funniest Jesse Egan I know, playing... Uh, I'll be playing uh, Dudley Waltrip, and I'll be hoping that this is the accent that I used. <laughs> I believe that's dead on. Um, it was a damn yeah. good Michael Caine, I'll tell you that. It was pretty close, at least. All right, then. It's at least a good impression of the voice you did before. I'm a changeling, a shapeshifter, so uh, who knows? <laughs> Changes the shape of his vocal cords. <laughs> Also with us, we have Dave Callens reprising his role as... I, I just want to note that you didn't say I'm the funniest Dave Callens you know, and I take offense at that. What are you doing to improve your ranking? Uh, I, I know a few Dave Callens. I know, so. I know. It it just hurts. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> uh, I am Corpse, the Wood Elf Ranger, and uh, unfortunately I've died, I think, two or three times already this adventure. We shall see if we can make that happen less. Who knows how many lives this guy has left in his tank. We also have Damien Mercado, the natural DM, playing. I played Corn Pop William. I'm a a gnome wizard who loves his shower sodium. I help the community that way. By the way, Dave, I think you're thinking about this all wrong. What if the other Jesse, even the one that Jesse is funnier than our Jesse is funnier than, is an avid listener of the show. And now he just, he was a Patreon and now he's fucking done. We don't need him. (laughs) <laughs> I like to imagine it was a I like to imagine it was a Jesse Egan from an alternate reality where he just didn't hit the punchlines right. Yeah. <laughs> Bizarro Jesse Egan. A Jesse Egan who had a less traumatic childhood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anything's possible in the multiverse. We've got Jesse Egan. <laughs> We've got Jesse Egan, but like Jesse Began and Jesse Segan, those guys fucking suck. <laughs> Jesse Deegan though, close second. Close second. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Jesse Began died in the 80s and his funeral was televised and his <laughs> wife was crying. It was this whole thing. Sorry, that's a, that's a deep Mandela effect cut. I was actually considering as a stage name going as Jesse Vegan and doing all vegetarian shows. Oh. <laughs> you do that on April Fool's just for fun. Mm-hmm. This Jesse Egan's the head of the pediatrics department and ours is doing vegan jokes? <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> Can we get Jesse Negan, who hits people in the head with a spiked baseball bat? How about Jesse Teagan and Sarah? I just feel like the show would probably be over at that point, you know? (laughs) Kind of like I would stop uh, paying attention after that happened. Bring back Glenn. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I see what what you did there, Jesse. The show should have been over. Should have been over, yeah. Well, uh, with that... All those intros done, we only have half of them left. (laughs) (laughs) 
We have our guest, starting with the very talented, hilarious comedian, Paige Wesley. Welcome. Who will you be Hello. playing? I will be reprising my role as Miss Myrtle Ann Abernathy, former Civil War wife and uh, owner of a bleeding head wound. <laughs> <laughs> and a real pair of cannons. Yes, and a crossbow. Uh, yes, Lady Cornpop. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's formal. I mean, I, 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 I would never, I would never <laughs> lady. I'm not against it, Miss Lady, lady Abernathy. law, Mrs. Cornpop, to you. You've allowed me to live in your shed for many years. I don't know what a law is for I've been manufacturing drugs in your shed. I thought you didn't know. <laughs> oh, I always knew. <laughs> You're the wind beneath my wings, Miss Abernathy. You're the shower sodium in my nostrils, corn pop. <laughs> that's, why, that's why she's twitching so much, everybody. And scene. <laughs> like, he, he's right. Next, we have Armando on the, from the Colt podcast as well. That was really good. You guys are so close to doing improv. You're like, hey, everybody, we're Jesse Keegan and Keel. And today, we're gonna, all we need from you is just one callback from the last episode. All right. I don't know why you drew me into that one. I didn't have anything to do with that. I wanted to use Jesse Keegan I and Peel. I figured. Oh, wait, it's Keegan and Peel. Fuck. It is a pun episode. Well, Keel is the pun version or something. We, you get a pass. It's fine. It's time to introduce you anyways. The fashionista, multi-talented, all-around awesome, Armando Torres. Who are you playing? Hey, I'm Armando and Torres, and uh, today <laughs> uh, I'll be reprising my wo role as uh, Drexlin, which <clears throat> the voice is just, you ever like uh, smoke too much weed and not drink enough water that's this voice that's exactly <laughs> what i'm doing i'm a giant dragonborn lizard my mom fucked a dragon here i am i think that's how that works he just needs a lozenge that's all and scene uh, I, I don't <laughs> want to keep you, jumping in but i I'm, it sounds like you're doing what christian bale did to his voice for batman just kind of making it gravelier and getting a little deeper I am the I am the Drexlin. Yeah. Swear to Drexlin. Where is she? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Very good. I'm very excited to to get to the conclusion of this little adventure you've been on. Mm. My name is Clint Beicher, and I will be fulfilling the role of Dungeon Nanny. We left off after defeating a book-bearing, gun-toting centaur known as Reading Rambo, as played by the very talented Slickvester Stallion. After which. The party was taunted by their captor. The pun is sure revealed to them they're in for a real challenge up ahead. So, guys, you just finished uh, killing really a, a nice man that had some books on his back and some machine guns. We're going to Disney World. That's going to be your question, right? We're going to Disney he World. He just wanted his right to protect his awesome, awesome six canceled books of Dr. Seuss. That's all, guys. Uh, he, he, he deserved a warrior's death. The man died on the battlefield long ago. We just gave him what he needed. What happened to Dr. Seuss? You, you didn't hear about the uh, the six problematic books of Dr. Seuss past? Oh. Every day, Corn Pops upset about them books. It had uh, wonderful depictions of, of Eastern, of men from the East of the far exotic Orient and, and, and drew them in ways that ex excited me as a child and made me want to explore the world. 
<laughs> I forgot. I forgot that he wrote, "Oh, the places Jews go," and that was not yeah. okay for him to do. <laughs> I, I, it would have been fine if it wasn't just a book about ovens. <laughs> oh, David, you're tying your own Doctor Noose right now, bud. No, oh, yeah. <laughs> no, it's hard not to cut that reference. Fuck, but Zinga. <laughs> well, um. <clears throat> Now that we've uh, talked about genocide, it's time, <laughs> time to continue. <laughs> Bring it, Matt Mercer. Talk. It's time to continue our adventure. You're going to get fucked, Clint. Seuss controls the media. <laughs> and the weather. <laughs> After just killing the centaur known as Reading Rambo, you are taunted by... The pun is sure. <laughs> Welcome back, court podcasts. I've distracted you long enough. Now I have a real challenge for you. Fail to reach me in time, and you'll be stuck here forever. <laughs> yes, but you know, for me, this place is not so bad. I, I, I don't think that's uh, such a bad thing to be here. Yeah, you mean, don't understand, Corpse. I don't have time to be a recurring character, all right? I gotta get the fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> he has a lot of research to do on things. He's a busy man. Uh, <laughs> I only signed a two-contract episode. <laughs> and I don't know... Honestly, I I plan to make jambalaya later, and that's not like a quick dinner, so <laughs> if we could wrap this up as quickly as possible, that'd be great. Thank you. <laughs> oh, boy. That's all right, because you find yourselves standing on a fairly small but fairly equipped ship, a boat, a pirate vessel. You have a flag flowing above you of the good old Jolly Roger. And as you look at each other, you notice you're not in the same form that you just were. In this adventure... You are the characters of the show that you've been pulled into. Dibs on Gillian. One piece. <laughs> you, Corn Pop, are still small and you're still annoying, <laughs> but you're a seasick little pirate named Barf. A little on the nose, don't you think? <laughs> hey, I'm, still, I'm still hurt from that annoying comment. <laughs> <laughs> Corn Pop has feelings, you son of a bitch. He just doesn't express them correctly. <laughs> Says Corn Pop to the disembodied voice in his head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sh just shooting at seagulls uh, angrily. Uh, that's how I'm dealing with my anger. <laughs> oh, damn! And still scantily clad and alluring, we have... All right, it's my turn, I see. <laughs> Skitara. Instead of Miss Myrtle Ann Abernathy. I do believe I'm what's called a yo-ho. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of hoes, instead of the charming changeling, we have a lion lying ho. Lion ho. Mm. Lying? I'm not a lion. <laughs> I'm a liar. <laughs> that was a fib, it was. Aw, oh, man. Why didn't you call him Jesse Segan? <laughs> 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 
we were, we were leaving that one for you, bud, and you crushed it. Thank you. I'm so fucked once we fight the punish shore again. <laughs> there was a oh man, and instead of Drexlin, a uh, seven foot dragonborn with smoking armor and an intimidating flaming sword, we have a guy with pans. That throws them, named Panthro. Oh, no. <laughs> and last but not least, instead of corpse, you now see a part black Native American, Chinese, Dutch, Taiwanese, and part tiger robot. He's exotic. He was put back together after a tragic car accident. We have Tigra Woods. No comment. <laughs> <laughs> We can rebuild him. We have the technology. Oh my god. Hey, you guys uh, you guys okay if I drive the boat, yes? If I steer? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Golf's not my sport, but uh, you're the goat. I hope you get better, sir. I mean, it's... Uh, <laughs> I prefer shooting cans. Um, you're on the boat. You've just come into your new existence. Yeah, you'll be A. You'll be back out there cheating on your wife in no time, bud. <laughs> You guys have just materialized into your new forms and into your new environment. Everybody roll me perception checks. Okay. Corpse rolled a 22. I rolled a 16 for uh, Wool Trip. That is an 11 for Drexlin. Typical. Oh, sorry. We're using our Christian names. Uh, Tigro Woods rolled a 22. <laughs> and that would be a, a 17 for Shitara. Corn Pop rolled a... God damn Yankee loving four. <laughs> Yankee loving four. <laughs> Why is four Yankee loving? I associate the uh, ten and below with uh, the the freedom hating north and their aggression. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I didn't notice shit. Yeah. I'm still shooting. I'm still. I'm shooting at birds. <laughs> Take this, you seagulls! Bang bang. Where Barf, also AKA Corn Pop, and Drexlin, a.k.a. Panthro, were a little distracted by the transition. Waltrip, Miss Abernathy, and Corpse, in their new forms, were able to maintain their composure. You, you can address me as Tyro Woods. It's okay. <laughs> and notice that there is a map and compass available in the middle of the ship on a, a bit of a studying table. And a little note from the villain, Punzra. Oh, no. <laughs> Someone give me an investigation check. All right. Just one of you. Investigation? Who? Investigation check. 23 for Lion Ho. Skitara uh, rolled 15. I got a 20. Tigra was 16 as well. Corn Pop rolled a 15. Whereas Drexlin had a surprising moment of intellect in his otherwise thick skull. <laughs> Waltrip outshines him in discerning the secrets of this map, wetting the map with some seawater and holding it up to the sun and deciphering the hidden clues found this way. They will be able to locate the underwater temple of the mm. Triton Lich of the Seas, Pundra. This is a map to the underwater temple of Thund uh, Pundra, the Triton something of something something. 
so informative. <laughs> Drexon looks over his shoulder and he goes, yeah, 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 yeah. I, pr- I mean, like, I pretty much got, like, most of that, too. So, yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, <laughs> Why don't you fill in the blanks for the part I left out? Yeah, it's the, um, it's, it's the, the Pundra, um, um, yeah, y'all hear about Dr. Seuss, that's, uh, <laughs> racist, eh? <laughs> One fish, two fish, red fish, Jew fish, eh? <laughs> <laughs> I would have said that earlier, but it was piling on too much. <laughs> Makes me as uncomfortable as that uh, golfing NPC in the corner. <laughs> Tigro Woods uh, says, if we're going to fight this lich person, let's just do it. And he looks at the camera. <laughs> <laughs> and he takes his golf club and is, is juggling a golf ball and smacks it over the edge. <laughs> <laughs> nice product placement. And also, of course, with that, you're pretty damn sure Puns Raw is the pun is sure. Much like you are in the bodies of the characters of this show, you believe that he is as well. So, yeah, do the math. Our first clue is the name Pun. It's in both names. (laughs) It's right there. Very astute of you. What an embarrassing way to die. We guys have to survive. Imagine, I mean, in a world where there's dragons, we got killed by a fucking pun turd, a pun wizard. This is bullshit. You're right. I would have preferred to be killed by my dad. (laughs) So with map in hand and understanding of it, now you need to man the ship. For game mechanics, there's five different positions handy one for each of you we'll need two people manning the sails one person steering one person navigating and uh the final person um uh on guard uh dibs on guard dibs on guard dibs on guard you know i think i'll take the sails i've always had good luck with things that are blowing (laughs) (laughs) the <laughs> <laughs> window coming out of this one like always it's just it's it's flirtatious down right uh, I will take uh, what was it two of them for uh, to be, two people had to be on what was the first one uh, so navigation the, you'll need right. to roll survival checks for manning the sails you'll need to roll acrobatics or athletics checks for steering you need to roll a dexterity check I'll, uh, I'll take navigation. I know my way around the woods. The ocean can't be much different, right? You know, uh, on, on paper, Tigro Woods is very good at steering, but in practice, uh, there, there have been some issues. <laughs> For the sails, uh, my acrobatics check came back as a 10. Uh, Ooh. Oh, hey, so good. wait, uh, Clint, for guard, what do you need to roll? Uh, by guard, I actually mean uh, look out up in the crow's nest. So that would be perception checks. Oh, I could. I should do. I I should probably do sales because his fucking like his acrobatics is like plus five and his athletics is like plus eight. Well, there you go. You can switch it up. You're not bound to your position. Yeah, you know what? I'm gonna. I, I see. I see Miss Abernathy trying to uh, do the sale and and just like fucking it up. And I'm like, eh, you know what? I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna be on sales too. <laughs> Thank you. Is 
You guys, real, real quick before we all start, uh, we need to make sure our electrolytes are up. And I bust out a case of uh, Gatorade Glacial Frost Giant <laughs> uh, to hang out, hand out to everybody. More what product if- placement. And as Corpse does this, the winds pick up and the skies darken. It gets colder. The wind starts howling and you all get a chill down your spines. Oh, shit. It looks like my wife has seen my text messages. <laughs> <laughs> Well, there's also, uh, you see glaciers up ahead, as well as icebergs of all different sizes. You're going to need to roll some dexterity saving throws to steer around this shit. Can I just be on lookout or something? I have a pretty good, uh... Perception? Yes. So, corpse, you good to steer? And we're all set. I've got a plus five for it. Where am I on guard? At the front of the boat? At the back? You could be, or you could be up in the crow's nest. Where's um, Where's Drexlin on the boat? Oh, oh, he, he switched to sails. Okay. I was meant for sails. The ABCs always be sea-doggin'. <laughs> okay. Well, in case I have to communicate with, with someone, who do you think I, I would need to... To, like communicate with that would be uh, Tigra Woods at the helm. Okay, so before I go take my lookout spot, I'd like to perform an action. Okay, um, it's a, an action I have called Magic Token. Nice. It says you can harmlessly pull out one of your nails, a tooth, or a lock of hair. Go for a tooth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna pull a tooth because I'm gonna. I'm British. Clump up vomits immediately. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God for my lack of dental hygiene. And I remove my front tooth and uh Oh front, that's ballsy. <laughs> yeah, you would have you would have thought that a, a fucking shower salt uh aficionado like like corn pop would would know what's up. <laughs> oh I mean that's a church tooth in the front. You wanna go for like the back ones, yeah. the, you know? You know there's not gonna be an episode three if you're getting rid of front teeth right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. I've got like three left. So anyway, uh, when the token is imbued, you can use an action to send a telepathic message to the creature holding or carrying the token. So it's just a really weird way of like calling someone on the phone. I think, uh, <laughs> like if someone was like, "Hey, can I get your number?" and you're like, "Nah," but here's my fucking tooth. Um, <laughs> Hotline bling with an incisor. <laughs> As long as I'm within 10 miles of it or on the same plane of existence within 10 miles of it, the message can contain up to 25 words. So uh, I can do that or I can ent- uh, go into a trance and like see through the tooth, I think. <laughs> but anyway, uh, that's that's what I do. And then wow. I take my position and I give him that funky ass tooth. If you lose, you just got to hope All that right. she didn't give you the tooth of a friend to avoid you. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. The front of this tooth says five, five, five. This is a false tooth. It's a fake tooth. Also, it's a rat's tooth. These are dentures. Man, I'm, I'm not sure if, uh, if corpse is, is going to be missing a tooth and just pops it into his mouth <laughs> or if he should just like, <laughs> Take the tooth and say, oh, yes, I'll put this with the rest and drops it into a pouch for like a couple dozen people. <laughs> or into the reliquary with the floating baby. <laughs> I look, I look, Drexlin looks inside of the bag with all the teeth and goes, play ya. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. Miss Abernathy looks into the pouch and goes, I thought I was special. <laughs> <laughs> 
Call me, call me oh, old-fashioned. Teeth is for opening kids, not for getting laid. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. And by the way, I'm on, uh, I'll need that tooth back later. That's my can opener tooth. So if you could please return it at the end of this adventure. You could also refer to getting laid as opening cans, depending on what you're doing. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go to Branson later, and I'm going to hopefully open me some cans. Hey, girl, why don't you come over here? I'm trying to lose a tooth in them titties. <laughs> you look, hey, girl, you looking toothsome, baby. What's good? You, bitch, you looking al dente as fuck. Dude's fresh. She's one of those ladies with the, like, triple E boobs that, like, smashes watermelons with her tits. Okay, okay. Knock a tooth out. It hurts my back. It's fine. <laughs> How do you think the watermelon feels? <laughs> Grateful for a, a warrior's death. <laughs> oh. There is no greater honor amongst watermelons. Witness me! <laughs> Smash. That's why I was like, well, it was this or Gallagher. <laughs> At least I die by the hand of greater melons. <laughs> Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Melon versus melon. Who will win? One melon enters, two melons leave. <laughs> because they're, they're boobs. There's two of them. Anyway. Yeah, we get it. Oh, yep. God. That was a math joke. Thank you. If this is All how right, they would have um, taught math, I would have paid way more attention in school. <laughs> You'd only be able to count to two or maybe three yeah. if you're watching Total Recall. There'd be an excuse for the classroom erections. <laughs> yeah, in my day, the only uh, boobs in math class were when you spelled it upside down on your fucking calculator. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, hot. So there you are, spelling boobs on calculators while after pulling out glacial frost giant Gatorades, you guys are now in a bit of a predicament. The weather is getting rough. The seas are getting choppy. You have to steer the ship around icebergs between two giant glaciers, but you haven't seen any frost giants yet. The weather started getting rough. <laughs> Drexlin grabs corpse and goes, why couldn't you have said a facial frost giant, you son of a bitch? <laughs> oh, that would have been so much worse for all of us. Everybody just gets facial. <laughs> oh, no. It's just like math class. <laughs> this snow is sticky. <laughs> As the glaciers appear uh, and corpse is steering, says, you guys, I, I never saw the entire movie, but I feel like it ended very well. This is okay. <laughs> Drexlin has a very beautiful jam-encrusted uh, 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 necklace that he just tucks into his armor real quick. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to need some rolls for this scenario. We're going to need... First, Corn Pop, go ahead and roll a survival check, making sure that you stay on course through all of this nasty weather. I rolled a one. Corn Pop dies. <laughs> With that, what, roll roll a D4. Okay. What up? Uh, I, I, I rolled a three. You rolled a three. Okay, that's not as bad as it could have been. 
If you rolled a one, you would have been way off course. If you rolled a two, you would have been pretty off course. You're kind of off course. A four, you would have ended up fine. Um, it would have. It was down to luck of the draw having messed up. Oh, so right, bad. right. Well, and the pearl necklace that I was wearing is now come. <laughs> <laughs> it actually was to begin with. <laughs> and and it drips off of your neck. You slip on it and crack the back of your head on the ground. I didn't slip on anything. You take uh, three bludgeoning God damage. Damn. And when you stand up, your back flap opens. <laughs> <laughs> And never mind what's dripping out the back of that flap. <laughs> oh, God. I radioed a corpse to let him know we're already off course. You wouldn't know that, but you would be able to tell him, um, go ahead and roll a perception check to help avoid, uh, to help chart at least the safest path through the glaciers. You guys don't need to double check my work. <laughs> if Corn Pop says he navigated something right, he navigated something right. <laughs> well, I rolled a nine. Okay, a nine. So that's going to negatively affect Dave's role. His piloting role is going to be all the much harder because of your bad rolls. Maybe what happens is I tell him to go left, but because I'm missing a tooth, it just sounds weird. It's, it's all whistling. It's like, <laughs> go west. It sounds like go, go west. Yeah. <laughs> Chris, go to the west. Dave, go to west. West course. Uh, like Whoosh. So we're up to Tigra Woods' piloting role. He's part cat, part machine, part racially diverse humanoid, 100% pro golf bad boy. But how well can he steer a ship? So go ahead and roll me, uh, I guess let's say an acrobatics check for this. Roll a boat check. Acrobatics with my plus five. I rolled a 12. 12, okay, very median. If you had gotten better info from Wall Trip, that would have been fine, but with the current circumstances, you will have hit a total of two little icebergs, doing a total of 17 hull damage. And with also with the, uh, the bump of impact, uh, I dropped my bag of teeth, and they're now scattered all over the place. <laughs> and one of them, and one of them is just uselessly yelling, "Glaciers, glaciers, glaciers, help us, glaciers!" And finally, uh, Mondo and Paige. Drexlin, Drexlin looks at Corn Pop's uh, bloody head, and then looks over at uh, Abernathy's bleeding head, and goes, "God, what is it with these people?" <laughs> uh, and then Paige looks at him and she says draw me like one of your full girls <laughs> and, and Paige um, it can be athletics or acrobatics whichever one has a higher modifier oh. for manning the uh, for me acrobatics does I've got a plus two on acrobatics Drexen rolled a okay. 16 <laughs> nice no. Ooh, I rolled a ten. All right, that's uh, that's okay. It's exactly average. <laughs> that's exactly average. Um, <laughs> Drexlin is, you know, able to with his pans on his back in the form of pan throw. He's able to scramble up the, and and use his great athletics ability. <laughs> 
he, he tosses some eggs at the ropes for some reason. That helps. I don't know why. Um, he makes up for it a bit. You're able to slow the get the sails down to slow the vessel so it's a little easier on the ship to to navigate through this glacial field. Um, and, and you take you you slow the ship down so it's not so hard in the the next checks to come. But uh, you you didn't do it fast enough to advert any of the 17 damage that already happened to the hull. Should have put some bacon in those pans too. Yeah, this hole is taking a beating. <laughs> so it, you know, with that 17 damage, it's not that significant. Um, your ship has a hundred hit points uh, on the hull, so 17 is you know it's not great, but it's your ship's not ruined. Oh, if I tell you what, I'm going to lose some sponsors for that one. <laughs> All right, so you've got round one of uh, boating taken care of. You didn't do great. Let's see if you can do better this next round to get back on track, buddies. As long as there's 18 <laughs> rounds of this, I've got it. <laughs> oh, dear God, no. Hopefully you guys can get creative and, uh, I don't know, roll better, I guess. Hopefully. But before our next round, everybody go ahead and roll perception checks. Mr. Waltrip, since you're up in the crow's nest, you can roll yours at advantage. Okay. Only he gets advantage? Yeah, for being uh, in the crow's nest. Well, I rolled a 10. Damn it. I rolled a 25. Wow. All right. Drexlin rolled an 11. I just <laughs> see her. Just zoomed in like she's bending over down her shirt line, sh- her bust line. Yeah. <laughs> I'm staring at her while she sees something. Yeah. You're up in the crow's nest looking down. You have the, that great uh, cleavage vantage point. Very distracting. Why'd she bring all these watermelons? <laughs> uh, corn pop rolled a dirty 20. Mm. Okay. Corpse uh, rolled a clean 20 plus 7, so 27. <laughs> yes. Everyone can see better than the guy in the crow's nest. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just look, I'm just looking at a wall. A wall of Skitara's tits. <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I'm sure there's a, a window in here somewhere. <laughs> well, those windows are steamed up for some reason. Uh, but for the rest of you, you do hear and see those frost giants from the frost giant pun earlier. And they are on the glacier to the east of your ship. So you might want to stay away from there. Everybody just starts yelling about frost giants, except for me. Ahoy! As a group, you had high enough perception checks to avoid a frost giant ambush, but now it's back up to uh, Corn Pop for the navigation roll. Can you get back on track? What you got for us? I want to roll. I'm going to roll my uh, survival check real fast. I want to see how well... Uh, if I can find my bearings. Oh, I rolled a dirty 20, so I'm going to assume I've... And then I want to cast, if I know which way I'm going, I want to cast the spell Bigby's Hand, a level 5 spell. Okay. And uh, we're going to say, like, a big version of Corn Pop's hand. So we're going to say, like, an old version. Like, a, it has, like, liver spots on its hand, on his <laughs> gnomish hand. He's missing a finger. Uh, there's, like, bandages on it, but it's a giant version of the hand is going to basically, uh, like, grabbing a toy boat is going to correct the ship. It's going to just turn it in the right direction. 
Awesome, awesome. Cool. There you go. Now we're cooking with playing D&D with gas. With that, I'll say Corn Pop, you are going to give Corpse some advantage on his obstacle avoidance rolls. Don't worry, Corn Pop's here. His mind is uh, isn't all addled on shower sodium right now. I'm going to be good. I got this, guys. <laughs> <laughs> A massive stone replica of Corn Pop's good hand grabs the ship, gets it back on course, and helps steer it away from those menacing frost giants. Good job, Corn Pop. Corp says that's exactly what they'll be expecting to do. <laughs> and he steers into the giants. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. He doesn't do that. Uh, so, Corpse, go ahead and do that steering check at advantage now. And let's see a check from Miss Abernathy and Drexlin at the sails. You're off to a good start. Don't worry, guys. These giants are too dumb to figure out how to get us. Oh, Jesus. So I rolled a 20. Nice. Drexlin rolled a 22. Ooh. Awesome. And uh, now... Uh, I rolled a natural <laughs> one plus five because we have oh, six. Oh, God. You have advantage. Oh, I have advantage? You have advantage because of corn pop. Well, thank God. I, my, with advantage, I rolled a 21. Awesome. Awesome. All right. You seem to be settling into your roles, everyone. We've got Abernathy and Drexlin getting used to the rigging on this ship and... And Corn Pop, he figured out the compass. He just had to turn it. Just a little 90. And with his giant helping hand, he saved y'all from Corpse's natural one. And you were able to clear the fields of ice and mayhem caused by Corpse's pun product placement. So watch your pun holes, people. Oh, I feel like it's time for more Gatorade. What flavor do you guys want? <laughs> do, you, do you have any safe pass green? <laughs> Blue. <laughs> <laughs> so, some calm sea, sea green. <laughs> How about that demon attack red? Cool ranch. <laughs> a pool of ranch. Toss me a blue kraken crush while you're at it. <laughs> Do you have any of that short rest yellow? <laughs> <laughs> yes, we call that urine. It's just urine. Gross. You're all dead now. You're... <laughs> You're all dead. You're bad at D&D. I was looking at Corpse's spells, and all I have is Fog Cloud. I don't think that would be helpful to us right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Do it. Make us all have disadvantage. <laughs> Wait, what if, what, I mean, like, what if you could, uh, we could play with this, you know, uh, could we play with the word, like, could we make it Hog Cloud mm. if we want it? Like, uh... A cloud of, of smoke that smells exactly like bacon permeates the air. Oh. <laughs> yes, please. Every shark within a thousand miles will be headed to the spot. <laughs> are we just sailing at this point? Um, well, you guys are just telling puns at this point, but... Sailing. All right, so you, you made up a good... A great bit of distance in the last round. You've more than made up for your first shitty round and the need to to fight off the pun glaciers. Um, the key is lots of side to side movement with the steering wheel, not straight ahead. <laughs> We're gonna do two more rounds as long as they go well. Can I ask you? Can I? Okay, so I have a spell called. Um, give me one second. Skill empowerment. 
Uh, skill empowerment. Your magic deepens a creature's understanding of its own talent. You touch one willing creature and give it expertise in one skill of your choice until the spell ends. The creature doubles its proficiency bonus for ability checks. Can I do that on myself for perception or no? What's the range of the spell? Touch. Touch. You can touch yourself. I touch, right? When I think about you. You're a very sex positive <laughs> dungeon master. Clint, thank you. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Wait, were we not supposed to be touching ourselves while recording? I'm sorry. So, I. Uh, it's hard not to. That's on me. I, I tell the uh, my tooth, I'm touching myself here in the crow's nest. It's that so, kind of party. I, I guess I, <laughs> I touch myself and then uh, I deepen. I deepen my. I deepen my magic. Maybe could we play that song on the podcast or no? <laughs> Let's see if we can get a cover. So you're saying you touch yourself real deep. Really deeply. Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure exactly how that works. You you choose a skill in which the target is proficient it, that isn't already benefiting from an effect, such as expertise that doubles its proficiency bonus. Nope, only for deception and performance. So can I... Let me do a song. I'll perform. Well, now it has to be Touch Myself by the Divinals. We're having fun. We'll stretch it. Instead of you needing to be proficient in it, this will give you a proficiency bonus in it. So you'll get a plus five to your perception rolls. All right. Well, uh, that means I actually have a good perception roll this time. I rolled a 16, and if you add the five, that's uh, 21. It's more glaciers! No, I don't know what I see. <laughs> no, with a 21, you are able to see just under the surface some underwater mines. Underwater mines? Mimes? Yes. Mimes like they're trapped in a box and doing yeah, the Yeah, I radioed a corpse. Watch out! Hey, so silent French-looking bastards. Yeah. Doing rope tricks. No, I tell them there's um there's mines. Watch out! There's mines! I like I like the underwater mimes. Uh, there's little <laughs> cages of of like underwater species of mimes doing mime things, uh, but and if as you, if, there's pun powers. If, they can cause damage to your ship. Yeah. They're just act, acting out, pulling the pins on grenades and throwing them at the ship. <laughs> exactly. No, if we if we interrupt their act, their egos blow up, and then we actually blow mm-hmm. up. <laughs> okay, Armando wins. That's what happened. Ooh, that was the worst Oh, one. fuck you. Well. <laughs> Roll for humor. I'll pull my fucking tooth out right now if you don't shut the fuck up. <laughs> I try to warn my tooth of what's uh, occurring under the water. All right, your tooth bouncing around the the deck of the ship. Yeah, yell it as loud as I can to through the tooth. Is it a Bluetooth? <laughs> <laughs> Sands free. It was your tooth blue, Waltrip. Oh. It was kind of a silvery. There's a lot of mercury in it. So uh, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say that's loud enough. You know what you're doing. Uh, jokes jokes are fun, but I don't need to punish you for jokes. <laughs> I just saw mimes under the water! Mimes! <laughs> so with this, um, let's do a a performance roll. We'll um, act as your ability to tell him when and where to turn. Oh, well, that's the one thing I'm good at is performance. To avoid the underwater mimes. Okay. Do you want me to roll performance now? Yes. Okay, I rolled a 17 in performance. That is great. Ace mimes under the water, mimes! Does that mean that he's miming to me what he sees? Silently, I tell him through the tooth. (laughs) 
so um, yeah, you can do a mime performance, and <laughs> and uh, what's his fuck? Uh, Tigra Woods can. What's his fuck? <laughs> He's he's transfixed by your great performance and knows exactly where to turn. This will give him a plus three to his um, acrobatics roll on getting through these mines safely. Beautiful. Actually, it'll be a series of three rolls. Corn Pop has a has a thought. <laughs> this okay. is good. Oh, this could be okay. trouble. What if we walked up to the front of the ship, mimed yourself as if you had a gun? or a crossbow or something and you were going to shoot their cages open and then you did so and then by mime rules their cage is now broken and they just have to watch as they slowly drown in their cages. I thought they were aquatic creatures they breathe underwater anyways. Yeah, the, these are underwater Never, creatures. Never mind then slowly drowning them in their own craft and <laughs> their own dedication to the craft is not an option. Well now we know who hates mimes the most. But a variant of that could work, or we could go with trying to steer out of it. Uh, what do you guys want to do? Just because of the nature of the challenge and Jesse miming me his instructions, um, I feel like my best shot at this is to not actually steer, but mime steering, and the boat will guide Ooh. us. I mime flying it. I love it. Um, is there a role that you can think you? You, you might have to roll performance unless you can think of another role that could fit this skill. I can check. do performance. Mime is having wings. <laughs> um, I'm afraid to pull out a Red Bull for what I do. <laughs> do what Snoopy does to his fucking uh, doghouse. Too bad. It won't work now because I'm tipping the hat, but if you pulled out a Red Bull, your ship would have sprouted <laughs> wings and flown over the mines. Yeah, right. You would have dropped some fucking minotaurs with wings on us or some shit. Uh, No, I'm doing a performance check. Okay, you can have advantage because this will, in in effect, work as your steering roll, and there still is the Big B's hand to help you with that. Um, So I rolled with advantage. My first roll was just a 19 plus 8 is 27, Uh, but my second roll I got a natural 20, so 28. Wow. And that's plus the extra three that I said? Oh, add three onto that, too. Yeah. So 31. 31. With amazing mime skills that no one knew Tigra Woods had before today. He's just so athletic with his golfing. He's able to mime steering the ship instead of actually steering the ship so well. It becomes like a part of him, and he's able to perfectly steer through all of these mines it's like one of those kids you see that does the skating through the cones like super fucking quick it's like that it's a beautiful thing now let's see yeah, honestly i'm surprised too normally it takes a case of heineken for me to do this <laughs> he's steering magnificently let's see how fast they're going with the athletics rolls from from our two uh, sail keepers boat terms boat terms <laughs> Every ten minutes, Dave's character is to blow into a breathalyzer before he helms the ship. <laughs> so that's acrobatics or athletics rolls from me and Drexel. Oh, Drexel yes. rolled a nat one, baby. <laughs> uh, oh no! Ooh, I rolled a four. Yeah, mine technically <laughs> it's it's a nat one plus eight, so nine. That's yeah. That's a still a natural yeah. one. Oh yeah, man, natural one is. That's that's bad. Um, 
he sees Drexlin sees everybody else starting to show off and do a great job and he's like I want to be the star of this show and he tries to do a little bit too much swinging from the ropes and whatnot and um, he ends up slipping falling through one of the sails and completely ripping it out um, reducing their speed by half this will take an extra round instead of two rounds or if you've done really well one round well shit no point steering now eh <laughs> yeah I know <laughs> Let, let the gods take you're, the you wheel. You still got some of the sails. You're going half speed, but it'll, it'll take you a little bit longer to get there. Is all. Yeah, you're, you're... So just give me three more um, acrobatics checks for steering and um, three more pairs of athletics checks. Corpse is uh, doing that Tyler Durden. Uh, he's in a car thing. Just let, just let go of the wheel. All of us are just watching. I'm like, grab the fucking wheel. Grab, why are you not? There mimes in the water, you piece of shit. <laughs> Ooh. You know, yeah. I could do fog cloud just around Armando to stop him from fucking. Yeah. <laughs> could you cast hog cloud and it gives me like a big dick, but it only looks that way through the no, fog. That's just a cloud of dicks. It's much oh, different. No. <laughs> Every time you open your mouth to scream, it's just terrible. <laughs> so here's my question: if you if you say a pun. Uh, if you cast a spell and say a pun and they use it against you, does it do the opposite of the spell, or how does that work? Um, I think that's just Clint's discretion. It's just, uh, if I hear some, a pun that I have a fun idea about, then I'll mess with you okay. guys. Yeah, I was just curious. So puns are just dangerous in that way. That's Right, but I mean, if I casted, you know, if I were to cast, like, a hex on him... Listen, thank God Sarah Lee Steiner's yeah, right? here for this. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Corn Pop's already taken off his uh, overalls. He's getting naked, taking off his straw hat. And uh, he's going to uh, jump off the front of the ship. But after gra- he's going to grab a rope, tie it around his, uh, put it in his teeth, uh, jump off the front of the ship, and he's going to cast Polymorph on himself, turn himself. But he accidentally cast Polyamory. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was a lot of sexy things in this water. You know what? Um, where's that? Looks uh, like you looks like you're stuck in a fog or a cloud of hogs of yourself. A <laughs> pansexual throw. Come on down here. The water's fine. Uh, I want to cast polymorph on myself. Turn myself into a uh, a large whale, and I'm just gonna gonna tow okay. pull start just uh, uh we got bigby's hand uh uh watching our course i'm just gonna now gonna help provide some for uh be the tugboat that helps well both of these are concentration spells if i'm well, correct so you'd have to lose the bigby's i'd say a whale can do more to push the ship than yeah so uh yeah, uh, but actually, I want my whale to have a straw hat and overalls. Like, but like, can, <laughs> like when I transform, it's a, it's clearly a hillbilly whale. It's a corn pop whale. It has, <laughs> it has a, a piece of straw hanging out of its huge mouth. Unacceptable. <laughs> Sorry, Damien, not in my universe. No, of course. Uh, no. <laughs> of course, he has a straw hat and a piece of straw sticking out of. His okay, yeah. So uh, corn pop's gonna just gonna shut up and speak in high pitched uh, cries for a while. It's inappropriate. That's come on. 
Just because you're speaking in Wales, no need to be racist, Clint. Come on. <laughs> I was speaking for Corn Pop. Of course I did. <laughs> yeah, you just triggered the libs with um, that one, Whale. <laughs> uh, I think I'm going to cast Tidal Wave. Uh, now watch Clint so birds you can... some bullshit. <laughs> yeah, probably. Uh, the whale It's just a sea of Kanye and Jay Z's failed business floating in you. Spewing Apple's second album. I'm hoping this can push us back on course or at least push us forward. Okay, uh, you guys are well on course, so um, with her third level spell of Tidal Wave along with Corn Pop's whale. Pick whale uh, helping push the ship along. We get. I love uh, Corn Pop jumps in the water as a whale. Is like I'm gonna help pull pull the boat. And then uh, Miss Abernathy's like, "How about a tidal wave?" <laughs> yeah. So like, there's no way I could even help the tidal wave at all. The tidal wave is taking it. I am now just being thrown. So you just like, terrified whale, hillbilly whale, <laughs> worried, <laughs> worried about getting beached. Just wait till you, we break out the harpoon guns. Then you'll be in trouble. <laughs> but either way, with all of this, um, this will supersede the need for all of the boring checks and everything. Um, and it will give you guys, make all of this happen in one round. You'll get past all these obstacles and near to where the map has it marked that there's the temple. Uh, however, it is a bit of a rough ride, and everybody is going to need to roll um, athletics checks in order to make sure they at least stay standing, much less on the boat. Damn it. What do we got to beat? Um, well, just roll them. I rolled a two. What are we rolling? Athletics? Athletics. Yeah, yeah I rolled a five. Uh, corpse rolled an eight. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Drexlin rolled a 16. You son of a bitch. Corn Pop's <laughs> big whale ass rolled a three. So the guy who fucked up okay. the sails is the only one who made the roll. I love this. Can you cast Fog Cloud on him now? <laughs> he, he's just he's just tied up in the sails. <laughs> it's like a Cirque du Soleil performance with like the ribbons they hang from and shit. You guys are being a you guys are being Moby Dicks right now. Come on, <laughs> stop it! Everybody rolls a one, you piece of shit. <laughs> and when he, a white whale surfaces nearby mm. after everybody's kind of trashed, um, with the tidal wave, you guys all still get past all of the the mimes, underwater mimes, but. Your ship is a little bit wrecked, and um, everybody that rolled below, jeez, uh, <laughs> a, a two, a three, a four, a five, and a sixteen. You guys are amazing. I had an eight. I was in there with an oh, eight. an eight. Um, Corn pop, you smash into the ship a little bit. You take uh, fifteen damage. The the hull takes damage from that same amount of damage from uh, Corn Pop's whale form. But you guys are on the other side of the mines. I almost said mines. That would have been ridiculous for there to be underwater mines. <laughs> have you guys seen The Boys, the new season? Where, uh... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, I was thinking that's what could happen to my whale. The deep, yeah. <laughs> Do we all take damage from getting roughed up? Um, I'm going to roll some, some damage for the humanoids now. Uh, other than the... Okay, because I... 
If you don't mind, <laughs> yep. uh, can I narrate my own? It won't be that bad. Ooh, high roll. <laughs> um, it's 10 damage to everybody. All right. So Corpse's damage uh, came in the form of, you know, with the tidal wave pushing him, he just kind of fell, lost his balance, uh, fell onto all the teeth that he scattered, and he took 10 points of biting damage. <laughs> <laughs> and I yelled through the tooth, it tastes good. <laughs> the- <laughs> yeah. Captain Waltrip's blue tooth that he pulled out is in there, and it actually gets jammed in your ear, and you have a direct connection now. <laughs> Fell on my huge whale dick. Damn it. <laughs> also known as a dork. <laughs> and I, I want to take my 10... Uh, I'd like to take my 10 points of damage smashing against uh, the inside of the crow's nest and also losing one more of my remaining three teeth. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm a lion with like one tooth left. Two teeth. But this tooth, he can also talk through that one. So it's like when you lose your phone, you have someone else call your phone. So he's like talking through that tooth, trying to find it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm trying to geolocate my other teeth. Somehow losing that other tooth made you whistle less. <laughs> I've got this app. I've got this app called Find My Eye Teeth. I'm going to use it. <laughs> Let's try it now. While Tripp's getting putting himself back together, trying to find his, some of his missing teeth. Um, Abernathy, how'd you take that 10 damage? I was working with my melons on deck and <laughs> slipped and threw my back out, uh, which was already sore from the melons, so. <laughs> she takes 10 titty damage. I was really hoping she'd come out of this with two black eyes. <laughs> uh, I took damage from what you could call uh, two naturals. <laughs> <laughs> You took you you uh, hurt your back from a Titanic ship. Ah. There you go. <laughs> okay, so um, you guys are a little bumped and bruised, except for Drexlin caught up in the sail, <laughs> the rip sail, and um, you got a slightly beat corn pop whale. Uh, but you are slowly drifting on the other side. Um, the waters are calmer here, eerily calm, and if you look overboard. Go ahead and roll some perception checks, folks. Okay. That's going to be a nat 20, baby. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. I rolled another four. Ooh, that's going to be ooh, 28. Damn. Corpse rolled a 12. I'm again just looking at her. There's at least a couple of you guys that can see that the water is much more shallow where you're at. And you see a one ship of a larger vessel that has run aground on this sandbar. There's like a little outcropping of a little tiny spit of an island that must be the tall point of what seems to have been another, an actual island at some point, a larger island at some point, um, because you see some structures and, and even a little bit of a road on the slightly underwater. Can I uh, can I add on to your your pun bullshit a little bit? Yeah. So the sandbar, it's like an actual bar serving drinks, and the mermaids, <laughs> the, the the bartenders are mermaids. They're luring ships in to crash into the sandbar with cheap drink prices. <laughs> Beautiful. There's a there's a billboard. That's the third thing that's sticking above the water, um, and and there's a little on that little island with the palm tree sticking up is an actual bar called the Sandbar. 
There's a billboard for it. There's, you know, the, the one wrecked big ship that's sticking out. There's one shitty open micer mermaid who's like, <laughs> best best drinks, cheapest prices, best comedy in the gas lamp district. Come on down. <laughs> Nick shots. Don't mind if I do. The gas lamprey district. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's some lampreys uh, floating Maybe by. Um, um, maybe we should check them out. I know it's really hard to be a barker. I feel bad for the guys. <laughs> <laughs> have you turned back into a? If, have you turned back into barf, or are are you still a whale? Um, he got stuck. He's got one giant whale flipper, but the rest is normal. I've I've, I've trans. I, it's 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 fine if you're still a whale. I just want you to try to say that in whale. <laughs> no, no, I'm I'm uh, I'm tra- I'm I've transformed back into a gnome. And I'm putting on my overalls in front of everybody, no shame, and my hat. Whereas the the spell polymorph doesn't require you to take off your clothes and do it. They they form into your body. Uh, Corn Pop has his ways. But uh, Miss Abernathy insists on trying to speak to him in whale, just like she does insensitively to other people of other cultures. Like... In whale, we don't know all whales. It's, it's, it's. I actually picked up a little bit because my maid was a whale. Whoa, whoa, that's our word. You can't say that, big guy. Whoa, whoa, I don't care if you have a whale friend, if a dolphin friend, you said it was okay. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, God. Well done. Oh, boy. Great job. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll polymorph myself into a dolphin when he says that and just go by like, no, he didn't. Like, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> Candace Whalens doesn't speak for all of us. <laughs> <laughs> that is, that's good. <laughs> so with all of that uh, great comedy aside, um, your perception checks continue. Um, you guys saw the map earlier, and Drexlin especially, he rolled well um, investigating the map earlier, and with his great perception check, he knows that these uh, landmarks sticking above are, in fact, on the map and triangulate the position of the underwater entrance to the Temple of Punzra. Hey, everybody, this is like, uh, oh my god. The underwater entrance to the temple of Punzra. I know that because I because like, oh I looked at the I looked at the map all good and I got these great oh, eyes. Are you sure men never ask for directions? <laughs> <laughs> the uh, he's just looking at the flyer the Barker gave him. <laughs> it says they've got Jerry Seinfeld tonight. <laughs> Oh, these comics were seen on Laughs on Fox? (laughs) (laughs) You flip over the map, and it's just a flyer for the open mic that's happening. Um, Hey, they've got... Look at this. Oh, man. What's the deal with Glacier Foods? (laughs) (laughs) They've got a sidewalk mic, everybody. Where's that bass line coming from? (laughs) What's the deal with air elementals? (laughs) (laughs) Dating on the ocean is hard. It's an episode about nothing. <laughs> <laughs> now that we're doing uh, Seinfeld shit, I want like Seinfeld to roll up in a boat and pick us up and go get coffee and just like chat with us about it. <laughs> Who are these mimes? Adventurers in yachts getting mead. 
Um, so yeah, you guys, uh, he, Drexler is able to point out to you that uh, approximately 200 feet underwater, there is a small entrance to what seems to be the temple that's on the map. We're on the ocean now. You have to tell us the distance in knots. It's um, like seven garlic knots away, I think. Like in the- God damn it, Armand! <laughs> we can eat seven garlic knots. We'll be there. Um, this um, is this is seven giant garlic knots. Oh fuck yeah! I love this fall one. from the sky. That was exactly what I was thinking, uh, and this is why we've been on a podcast for three years. Everybody, roll dexterity saving oh, throws. Oh, I got a plus nine. This is gonna be good. <laughs> With my plus nine, I ended up with 11. I rolled a 10. I got a five. I rolled a 10. Oh, man. Um, I have a 15. Nice. All right. Well, uh, the pun teller is the only one to fail. Um, they're pretty big, slow-moving, giant garlic knots. <laughs> Everybody sees them. <laughs> this is the way I wanted to die. <laughs> <laughs> Can they be like garlic knot golems, just like big animated garlic knots formed into humanoid shape that come after? I'm down to be breaded to death. <laughs> <laughs> I knew one day I'd be killed by all these cobs. <laughs> <laughs> this is my weird way of telling you I have diabetes. <laughs> Miss Abernathy wants to get bred to death. <laughs> yeah. Yikes. These glutens are intolerant. <laughs> <laughs> I get I get smashed with a, 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 a giant fucking garlic knot, and I walk out of it eventually, and I'm covered in what you think is blood, and I'm like, no, no, it's just marinara sauce. I'm fine. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> the, the reason Drexlin uh, didn't, wasn't able to avoid it was he, he saw it coming, and he, he thought it was much smaller, <laughs> and he thought he was going to catch it in his mouth. <laughs> he closed his eyes just waiting for it. He just smashed it in the face. <laughs> just welcomed death. Uh, Go ahead and take another high roll. Uh, Take 13 bludgeoning damage from from this. No, I'll take 13 garlic damage. (laughs) (laughs) It mostly affects my breath. Turns out Drexlin is part vampire. (laughs) 13 nom nom damage. (laughs) That said, um, you guys see the entrance. You know that it's 200 feet below water. Do you guys have any means to travel underwater like that? Mm. Again, I don't know if it's helpful, but I have fog cloud. (laughs) 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 Um, (laughs) Let's see. I do mostly illusion stuff, so I don't really see anything that would help us like traverse underwater. That's alright. You are the plunder cats, and um, you've only been above deck so far. Uh, your show is based off of being seafaring, kitty, you know, somehow hero pirates. Uh, you might have some stuff on uh, below decks that could help you. Um, Can this hold up? Hold up. I have commune with nature where I can briefly become one with nature and gain knowledge of the surrounding territory and outdoors it gives me knowledge of the land within three miles. And for caves and other underground settings, the radius is limited to 300 feet. So is it possible that I could gain knowledge of the cave by casting this spell? Ooh. Yes. It's 200 feet down. Okay. So you are able to tell that beyond the doorway, it is no longer filled with water. Yeah. Describe casting this spell and what you do to cast the spell and how... 
um, how nature talks to you. And if you don't mind, uh, could you mention Nike one or two times? I'm contractually obligated. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to cast the spell Commune with Nature, and in order to do so, first I'm going to pull on my Nike Air Maxes. Thank you for giving me those. Uh, <laughs> The first thing I want to do is to get in touch with the nature that I want to commune with. So in this case, I'm going to get very, very wet. So I hop out of the ship and tread water so I'm completely soaked. <laughs> I am a multifaceted person. I am not singularly focused. I'm trying to figure out this cave. And yes, I realize that there is a cave slash temple down there and one would imply that the way to explore a wet cave would be rather sexual, but in this case I'm being practical. Uh, On the other hand, Drexlin is hard as hell. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's your business. <laughs> the description of this cave. Maybe you just find doing a magic erotic. You know, and that's <laughs> this, every time you cast a spell, it's like, I feel like God. Don't we all? And I would like to thank Nike for these lovely <laughs> flippers that I'm using to tread water as I visualize what this cave temple place looks like and I can tell you that once you get down in it there is no more water because he didn't even compliment her or do foreplay or anything <laughs> um, this must be Ben Shapiro's temple <laughs> exactly so now that she's described it to us I, I think I do have a way to get down there Okay. Um, I have a spell called plane shift and it says, you and up to eight willing creatures who link hands in a circle are transported to a different plane of existence. You can specify a target destination in general terms, such as the city of brass on the elemental plane of fire Ooh, or the palace. So can I describe this area and um, teleport us The there? one flaw with that spell is that you are on the same plane. Mm. So you would have to basically cast the spell twice to... Oh, I see. Move to another plane and then move to a specific point on this one, different from where you are. I've got an idea. If that doesn't work, gotcha. We can totally try that. But if that doesn't okay. work, I've got this spell called Water Breathing that says uh, okay. up to ten willing creatures can breathe Dude, underwater. I don't know go. if that's helpful or not, but hell yeah, we can try yours first, Jesse. No, no, I, I think then, it's. I think it's because I'd have to cast a spell twice, and it's a high level spell, so that's like using up a lot of slots. I think it's better. If we just swim down there with water breathing. So it's weird that um, Corpse calls all of his spells Fog Cloud, um, <laughs> even though they have very many different uses. This, this Fog Cloud helps us breathe underwater. This Fog Cloud is a Fog Cloud. This Fog Cloud is a Rain of Thorns. He went to public school. What do you um, want? But <laughs> he just thinks magic is called. His first spell was called Fog Cloud, so he thinks that <laughs> magic is just called Fog Cloud. Uh. Um, and he he has the the spell uh, underwater breathing. So um, sure, you only need to get two hundred feet for now, and you know at least a hundred feet beyond that in the. The underwater underground temple seems to be dry, according to Miss Abernathy. But it seems like you have a way to get in there. Let's do it. Go ahead. Before oh, we just, do that, uh, I clone him again. No, I'm just kidding. And I want it noted that Jesse just said, let's do it. That's close enough mm -hmm. to just do it. So just do it. We get credit for that. It's one. because of my lack of tooth. I said, just do it. It sounded like, let's do it. Have we considered buying the cave a drink to get in there? <laughs> 
Uh, oh, no. I'd like to use a deception I check. I was just going to start negative <laughs> and uh, seeing what happened. All right, I cast Fog Cloud. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's like, no, 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 no. And then... Uh, when when the spell takes effect, there's there's no fog that happens, and uh, any arcane practitioner would recognize that as the spell water breathing. Well, uh, let's go, guys. Sick. I yeah. <laughs> I want to do a professional dive. I cannonball. You got to roll for it. What do I roll? <laughs> Acrobatics or performance. Uh, I want to roll one for with performance. Oh, I rolled a nat one. <laughs> I fucking yeah. belly flopped so hard. <laughs> he missed the water. He landed on the deck below. I land on the deck. Okay, Drexlin, Drexlin fucking goes, let's do this. And then he belly flops on the ship on the deck below and then <laughs> goes, oh, and then just slowly rolls off the boat until he falls in the water. It's like a fucking Looney Tunes episode. Drexlin slips on the uh, remnants of <laughs> Corn Pop's pearl necklace. <laughs> I slip and come, and then I, I land on teeth, and then I fall into the water. And then uh, Corpse holds up a 1.0 scorecard. <laughs> Unless that's what he was going for, some good old slapstick. That was fantastic. I'm also going to do a dive just for fun. I, I rolled a 21 acrobatics, and I was going for the triple indie. All right, can you go ahead and describe this quite good triple indie? Um, we'll just put in the clip from the movie into the box. <laughs> <laughs> cool. He climbs up to the, the crow's nest, which I assume is where uh, Jesse is. If you find my tooth, it's up there. <laughs> and he does all the, he does the, of course, the classic triple indie beginning. He um, licks his finger and checks the wind direction. Uh, he puts his hand under his armpit, makes a fart noise, and then uh, kind of waddles up forward to the, the edge of the crow's nest. Jumps, tucks his knees, does like a triple somersault, lands on one of the masts, uh, bounces together. I'll be honest, I forget how the dive went, but it was really cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you get no respect. You know, it's one of those things that when you watch it, it's just so beautiful, you can't even, like, comprehend what's going on. It just, it just happens. <laughs> <laughs> the, the ranger uses uh, his ranger wisdom to climb up to the crow's nest and stay away from the pearl necklace drippings and uh, jumps from the crow's nest where there is none and does a beautiful dive. Jesus Christ. Both started off as real pearls. They got turned into cum because of this <laughs> wacky universe, I want you to know. Uh, anybody else doing something fancy or are we in the water? What's going on, folks? Now let's do it. I'm already soaking wet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Abernathy's been in the water already. She's ready to go. Um, wall trip. Uh, well, I actually rolled a performance check of a 17. I was going to do a triple indie, but Dave preempted my triple indie. So <laughs> do a quadruple indie. I, uh, <laughs> yeah, I cast fly and then I, I, oh, no, no, I don't. I, uh, I just, uh, yeah, dive in real swan-like, and actually I want to maybe do a changeling move and turn into a dolphin halfway through. Waltrip does what starts out as a swan dive. He spreads his arms wide, takes the form of a swan, jumps in right before the water turns into a dolphin. Just a beautiful, simple dive. Splishes into the water, and then... Um, exactly. ready to go. And actually, my dolphin also, strangely enough has a lower back tattoo of a dolphin on it. 
<laughs> oh. <laughs> I, I wanted it to have a tramp stamp of a human. <laughs> my name's oddly enough, I have a tramp stamp of Waltrip on my lower back. Waltrip's human back uh, tramp stamp ju- is just a woman, and it just says, "My name is Sarah, and I'm here to party." <laughs> it's written in in whale characters, but it's not the characters that he thinks they are. <laughs> This is chum fried rice. (laughs) What? No, it's supposed to say peace and harmony. (laughs) (laughs) It's supposed to say juicy. (laughs) Um, So you guys are in the water. You've done your dives and you're ready to go. You start swimming down, down, down 200 feet. Um, for anyone that's not had water breathing before, it's a little disconcerting at first, um, having slightly thicker than air type substance go into your lungs and be fine. Uh, you keep swimming down and you finally get to the entrance. Um, do you, uh, how do you approach the entrance to this temple of this evil pun magic entity? Oh shit, this sign says two drink minimum. <laughs> show him the flyer we're, we're performing on the show we're on we're on if one of you could get a hand stamp and then try to put the stamp on my hand i really don't have a lot of extra cash uh, for this cover charge you know I, I tried buying two bud lights but it just felt like breathing to me it fucking sucks man <laughs> If we wait till after the show starts, if there's open seats, they'd be foolish not to fill them with us. There, there are two, uh, there's three um, people milling about. They, they must be open mic tritons. A um, couple of them seem to be the the door mm. tritons. Oh yeah, we're here for the um, mic. And there's a third guy just yeah. Uh, we knock and we say I'm, we're here for the mic. Okay, I'm gonna use deception um, on this. Yeah, I want to try to use my deception abilities and um, also like change my appearance to look like a like to have a really thin hoodie. Um, <laughs> I just want to be like, yeah, I drove down from LA to do this three minutes. Uh, I've got merch. Um, oh no, it's me. He's me. He turns into our Marco Torres. <laughs> wow, it's great that you guys get a whole three minutes down here. <laughs> I go, I should be on the list. It's uh, Torres, Armando. <laughs> Check it. No, wait. It's Armanticore Torres. I got a great new Tinder joke I can't wait to try out. I don't know why I'm talking like this, but uh, whatever. Damn, dude, you really like. I thought we were friends, Jesse. We <laughs> are. That wasn't. It wasn't supposed to be you. Uh, rolled a twenty-seven for deception. Aw, just like the real Armando. Wow, they com- <laughs> they completely believe that you are Armantic Armanticore Torres. <laughs> it's down to do a quick three-minute show. However, uh, do you say anything about the rest of the people with you? They can't all be part of your posse, could they? I was going to say, like, um, we're trying something new, though. Like, I got, like, a... How many of us are there? (laughs) I'm trying, like, a (laughs) four-man act. Uh, We all kind of do part of the joke, so... I know I only get three minutes, but I need all four of these people with me. So, they believe... They do believe that you are Armandacor Torres and that you want to do... 
a five-person act, but that's not the way this show has been <laughs> running. So you might have to do something else. Uh, uh, Miss Myrtle Abernathy pulls a bag of shower sodium so. <laughs> out of her bra to try and persuade people to let us in. Okay, so um, one of them is a square, and it's like, what, you, you can't do that right in front of the entrance? Come on, you Well, then guys, let us come is... inside, then, and we'll do it inside. Offer a line off your tits, and we'll see how square this dude really is. <laughs> <laughs> one of them, one of them, though, says, like, chill, chill out, Matt. I mean, it's fine. Just, just hold on. Give, give me a second. And and he <laughs> waves. Uh, he he waves Miss Abernathy in right away. Uh, so Miss Abernathy, you get get by with and one of the Tritons leaves with Miss Abernathy into the club. Can my friends come too? Can I roll for persuasion to get everybody in? Yeah, you can roll for persuasion to get everybody in. If this doesn't work, you guys, I I have this. If it doesn't work, twenty six. Okay. Okay. 26 is nice. damn good, um, but you're persuading the guy that's sold on the, the drugs going in with you. Mm. Um, there's still the one guy that, that's having... That's, he's you just... Know, he's he's standing in the corner the angrily muttering about how much he cares about the craft. <laughs> the craft. Grinding. <laughs> we get it. It was a cool 90s movie. Leave it alone. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Clint, I got this. Hear me out. Okay. Fog cloud. <laughs> <laughs> and it's going to be a cloud of squid ink that envelops him so he won't even see us walk in. All right. <laughs> On principle, he just admires the callback. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Um, well, with that, um, I'm going to go ahead and say that you fog clouded, you inked basically just the one guy that was giving you guys trouble. The two other tritons were kind of okay with what is, whatever's happening. You got uh, two Tritons along with the rest of your party heading into the club, and one um, all covered in inks. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, so you guys got in through the front entrance. It's a series of two doors. The door opens, and there's another door immediately. It floods, that small chamber floods with water. And you walk down some stairs into the water, and the door shuts behind you and empties. And then the next door opens, and you are it's like a dry dock situation, and you are in a moist, slightly damp, but relatively dry environment. And you are um, at the top of some deep, deep. Deep stairs. Is this where we get parking validated? <laughs> I immediately order the tater tots. I hear the hummus is very good here. Hello. Get the hummus. Hello, hello. Which club are we at? Hold on. All right, yeah. Uh, I like how ahead. we've shoehorned some very, very specific references in that our listeners are going to have no idea. It'll make yeah, no yeah, sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. All, all of our listeners will know what it was like. If they just tried uh, open mic comedy for one day, you will get all of these references. This is on you. Now, <laughs> yes. now check out the Madhouse and <laughs> Comedy Palace in San Diego. <laughs> so you guys are left there with only two Triton open mic Tritons and... Uh, Paige is luring them on with shower sodium. Uh, 
apparently from Dr. Corn Pop or Mr. Corn Pop. So true to life, Kenny Club. Any open mics. It's just <laughs> art imitating life. I was going to say Dr. Corn Pop. Did he go to freaking Corn Pop Medical School we didn't know about? He's a chemist. <laughs> oh, that's still valid from academics. Why not? Yeah, I'm a chemist. I went to triple Harvard. It's better than single Harvard. <laughs> 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 Oh, yeah, we beat Triple Yale last week in football. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> he was actually a teacher and then found out that he had cancer, and then the only way to pay for those treatments was the sour sodium. <laughs> Turned out the sour sodium. Cancer was just an hallucination from the sour sodium. It was just. The real friends were the drugs we made along the way. <laughs> I'll be your sidekick named Jesse, bitch. <laughs> you have a very interesting character arc, I feel. I think so. We finally found the use for Jesse Began. The B is for bitch. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> you were always on the lookout for a Jesse Egan play on his name. You're a goddamn hero. Um, so you're being led down the stairs by these two basic bitch open mic door guy people. They're taking you to like a green room type situation somewhere to do the shower sodium. Uh, do you guys want to do something to shake these guys, or what, what's your plan? You see a uh, comic who's currently canceled with their pants down around their ankles. Damien, I thought of a stupid comic name for your joke. If you want to do someone canceled, you could say uh, Bill Cosby Holder. Uh-huh. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> a massive floating underworld beast, a beholder, is floating there. Bill Cosby Holder. With a handful of quaaludes. <laughs> 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 yeah, hey, well, well, watch what he's doing with that drink. You keep an eye on that one. And if you leave this room, I'm going to play that D&D podcast where you made a bunch of upsetting jokes. <laughs> <laughs> Just hit subscribe if you could when you're done listening. <laughs> and leave a five-star review and a comment. I'd like to cast the spell Spike Growth and grow a whole patch of dildos around all of the comics so that they're all caught in compromising positions. <laughs> As you will remember, Ooh. I am a dill druid. She's <laughs> uh, canceled them all. Half of their joke sets are really homophobic. This is a... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I post their old tweets. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, as you guys are heading down, down, down uh, the dark, dank dungeon turned comedy club. Which is the perfect lair for a guy who does puns. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, yeah, that's exactly it. I I am here for it, okay? I am giving you guys credit. Great job improving this stuff. Nevertheless, you are on your way heading down with the door guys when to get rid of them. Instead of going in the green room with them, you cast an illusion of Bill Cosby Holder, hoping to distract them. And after the door guys walk in there, you basically cast a, a sea of dicks under their feet. <laughs> sea of dicks. The uh, Dill Druid casts spike growth in the form of a bunch of dildos. Tuck your pants into your socks, everybody, please. It's just good. Any of the comedians moving around uh, trip on the dicks and land on them and and get uh, dicked up by, by this. 
taking damage every step they take. And Mr. Abernathy, you could stop pretending to fall. You <laughs> did it. <laughs> I was just trying to get to the coffee table where someone left cold mozzarella sticks out. <laughs> <laughs> she casts the spell herself and she still goes through the dildos, but you know, she's the dildru and she, she has a little bit of an easier time with them. They part ways as she, uh, the, the dicks just part ways as she, she's the Moses of the Dixie. And with the, with threatens of tweets being released from Wall Trip. Yeah, I cast an illusion that just looks like uh, screen captures. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, don't leave this room or I'll reveal these to the world. So with threats of being canceled and walking through dildos, uh, you seem to be able to keep the comedians at bay from trying to stop you in any way and you head down to the main stage and there you see basically it's a it's a damn mummy it's a mummy triton okay he's he's an undead sloppy looking poor puns rock uh, let's kill this son of a bitch we had to walk through dicks <laughs> to to get here i'm a little upset about that I'll leave that to you guys. I think I'm going to go back to the dicks. Oh, no, you need my help? Okay. <laughs> I, look at the, I look at the decaying mummy and I go, oh, God, it's scary David. There it is. <laughs> I think you uh, you were the real genius behind Seinfeld. We got him here. Uh, I wish we saved the good jokes for you. As, as you approach the main stage, uh, Punzra is tapping his wrist uh, as if noting the time that you took and says <laughs> apparently you've made too many puns on your journey I've had time to finish my little trap <laughs> roast battle <laughs> did somebody say roast and then I pull out my flame tongue and I go for the buffets and it turns on <laughs> nice and I uh, cast illusion to make myself look exactly like Brian Moses and I begin the roast <laughs> very well no civil discourse Jesus. ancient spirits of dad jokes past Transform this withered form into Punzra, the ever laughing. <laughs> oh no, it's Jeff Ross. <laughs> Punzra transforms into a much more imposing figure before you, you see a demi lich Yikes. ready to battle. Let's go ahead and roll initiative. Oh, God. Too bad it's not a woman. It could be Elitcha Slizinger. You would have known if it was a woman because she would have started it with ladies. <laughs> <laughs> I rolled an eight. Gosh. What am I rolling? Initiative. I got an 18. Nice. Get him, Draxlin. I start, <laughs> I start rushing forward going, are there any birthdays in the crowd? <laughs> <laughs> How long have you two been together? <laughs> Corn pop rolled a six. Uh, I take my, I, hold on, I'm working on something about that uh, the green moon right now. There's a joke in there, I know it. <laughs> Corpse got a twelve. Are these, do these numbers represent how much time we get on stage? <laughs> <laughs> I've got a hot eight, uh, eight minutes it's, on Ted it's... Cruz. <laughs> I got it. I got a ten. 
What's up, baby? De facto headliner. <laughs> I, I cast I cast a major illusion to bump him. <laughs> you know what? That should actually work. I'll switch places with right? Jesse if you want that to work. Just like no, just, not even me bumping him. Just like Rick Fox or somebody. Just like <laughs> just like like. Somebody just shows up. A mythical creature enters the chat, and it's just Fawn Campanelli. Just, yeah, just like, <laughs> nice. We're, we're sorry, reminder. He has another show to get to. Uh, would you mind if? <laughs> yeah, no, no. I, I Yeah, I get it. I mean, I just drove all the way from LA to be here, but it, no, it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. <laughs> he just yeah, knows yeah, the yeah. owner. You know, I'm sorry. You know, it's. <laughs> Don't sweat it. I'm just gonna do a hot twenty before you. You're set. No biggie. I'll be headlining the weekend here. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you not in comedy, this, <laughs> this, is, this is, is good. good. This is good. This is good shit. We're this giving each other real deal. We're we're switching um, Armando and Jesse because of the great illusion <laughs> joke. Oh, I was um, just I was just totally kidding. Like, no, it's I'm not fucking canon. Too bad. Too bad. You actually bumped <laughs> me, Jesse. <laughs> I bumped him with Rick Fox, though, not me. <laughs> <laughs> we could also pop in Joey Diazmodius. Ooh. Ooh. All right. Joey Diazmodius uh, gets on and does uh, a nice hot 15 minutes up top. Yeah. He just says the word pussy a bunch of times and everybody loses their shit. Hey, you cocksuckers. Here yeah. we go. Fucking A. Oh, Let's do it. Oh, that's really good. I'm going to be selling a soul, some pussy soul. <laughs> Stretch your nuts and smoke some weed. It's fucking time to do this. I heard one of you got shower salt. See me after the show. <laughs> Listen, Joe Rogan. Listen, Joe Rogan. <laughs> yeah, <gonna> be high. <laughs> this is so good. After that great set, now it is going to be Armando Drexlin slash Panthro. Yes. <laughs> we got this Demi Lich in front of you. He uh, he seems he seems like a, a scary scary dude. Drexlin, Drexlin has his firing sword because remember he's ready to roast this motherfucker, and he and he and he goes, "This is this is for bumping me, you son of a bitch!" And he runs forward uh, and takes a great big swing with his sword, and that is going to be a ten. Does a ten hit? A ten does not hit. All right. Well, uh, I am going to uh, I get a uh, another action anytime I uh, or another attack anytime I attack. So I'm gonna swing again. Uh, does a twenty hit? A twenty yeah. does hit. Sick. Nice. That is going to do. That's gonna do twenty three damage. That's a solid hit. You see this imposing demi lich pun takes a massive blow and the flame courses through his, the wound cauterizing it but doing more damage and he is instantly very much worse for the wear if you can hammer him down enough you might be able to take him yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna use a, an action surge and fucking attack again baby Get him, Joe Rogan. <laughs> that's gonna. That's a. That's a twenty-one. Joey Diaz is. He's, he's still there, roasting. And that is going to be twenty-three damage again. Wow! <laughs> Science. And then uh, because he attacked, he gets to attack again. So he's gonna fucking slash at him again. Uh, that's gonna be a twenty-six. I'm gonna roll for damage again. Uh, boop boop. Boop, 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 boop. 
That's going to be uh, 21 points of damage. So a total of like 60 whatever points of damage. <laughs> oh, um, he does have resistance to all of this damage. Uh, so it is all halved. What's the, it was- 67 total. 33. Mm. All right. He is still standing, but very much worse for wear. Very strong round. Great set. Um, <laughs> great set, Armando. I don't know. With the flame tongue sword, you really roasted that guy's ass. <laughs> You're a fucking killer, Joe Rogan. <laughs> oh, we just got a walk-in from Pat Nowbear. <laughs> <laughs> the Demi Lich is taking a legendary action real quick. I'm just uh, making sure I understand oh, this. fuck. His legendary acting is having us all blacklisted. <laughs> in a, in yeah. a public Facebook rant that calls us all out. I let this comic, Armando, perform in my club. He got bumped and was such a baby about it. <laughs> uh, he's going to use his energy drain um, ability and slightly modified for this big bad. Um, everyone needs to roll a constitution saving throw. Core prop rolled an 11. Joke's on you. I'm incontinent. <laughs> Drexen got a 20. I rolled a 10. I also have a 10. <laughs> Good one, Corn Pop. Uh, Corpse got a 21. All right. Uh, two of you passed. Drexlin. Two of us got passed. We're regulars now. <laughs> ah, name on the wall. Ooh, big die. Ooh, big die. All right. Everyone else takes 15 damage. So three of you take 15 damage. Ooh. I'm hurting. Yeah, same. I got 42 life left. I got 28. Ay, cabrón. And the Demi Lich heals half as much total health. So he goes back up. Uh, not 45, but uh, 22 health. So he's only lost 11. Cocksucker! Punzra shrinks down and then raises his arms in this massive swirling energy fills the room and all of you get whipped at with these tendrils of necromatic energy whereas Drexlin and Corpse are able to avoid these tendrils everyone else gets latched into and has part of their life force pulled from them and everyone that took damage your hit point maximum is reduced by that 15 damage that you took. Mm. That'll bring us to Corpse. All right. Okay. Um, just a point of order. Drexlin and I, since we didn't take damage because we were out in the back alley smoking with the other Triton. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nevertheless, uh, you come back from your smoke break. Mr. Callens, i.e. Um, <laughs> Tigro Woods, it is now your turn to do what you can to this demolition. Okay, I've got this spell called Fog Cloud. <laughs> <laughs> now I, uh, okay, what does this Fog Cloud do? <laughs> now I'm just going to attack with my uh, Flame Tongue Short Sword. And uh, if I remember right, my activation phrase after yell is like, Leroy Jenkins! <laughs> and it pulled the sword out. <laughs> it fires up. Uh, let's see. Damn it. I rolled a 16. Ooh, that's not going to do it on your first swing. Okay. I think I do get an extra attack. Yeah. And 17. That's not going to do it either. This is uh, this Dibby Lich boy has got some some magical 
dark strands of ethereal powers keeping you from hitting him. You anything else? I wish I had something clever to say about that. <laughs> 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 I should have gone with the fog cloud. Oh well. <laughs> Foolish weaklings, you should have known better than to go up against Pondra the Everlaughing. <laughs> we are trying to win that thousand dollars for the comedy contest. What do you think we're here for? That big trophy sounds pretty nice. Miss Abernathy, what do you got for this deranged villain? So, I would like to cast the spell to animate the dead, and I'd like to bring back the ghost of one uh, Witch Hedberg. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. To help us combat Amazing. this evil force. <laughs> That's powerful magic. How does this uh, play out? What spell is this? What are you doing here? Uh, it, it literally just says animate the death. <laughs> yeah. And this guy, he hated liches. I mean, he still does, but he used to, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, it says... So I've got it as a fourth level spell that it creates an undead servant. And it imbues okay. the target with a foul mimicry of life, raising it as an undead creature. It can become a skeleton if you choose or a zombie or a corpse. Um, on each of my turns, I can use a bonus action to mentally command any creature you made with the spell if the creature is within 60 feet of can we both go on stage and roast the creature? <laughs> yes, absolutely. Uh, go ahead and we'll just give him a a uh, plus four to hit and uh, 2d6 plus six damage. Cool. Um, so, and, and he can make two two swings or two uh, one-liners. He can tell two wicked jokes. Yeah. And he's yeah. been doing them for 15 years. <laughs> <laughs> you see how rules are really last on this? Um, yeah. <laughs> it's like, ah, fudge it. Cool. You said Ray's dead? Uh, yeah. You have a witch headberg now. Yes. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, go ahead and roll... Um, two attacks, which would be two d20s. Okay. Or if you just roll them, I'll do the math. Alright, I've got a 16, and then I've got a 3. Okay, so the 16 plus 4 will be a 20, so that'll hit. Go ahead and roll two d6. Alright, I've got a 1, <laughs> and then I've got a 4. So that'll be a total of 11 damage, the first zinger from Witch Hedberg really cut into Mr. Punzra. However, the second one, he, he just, the timing was all off. It was a good joke, but, you know, he, it wasn't the right crowd. Uh, so that was a, uh, you cast a spell and he was able to take an action. Next turn, you'll, you'll still have him. Um, mm -hmm. But for now, that was your attacks for this round. Um, Mr. Oops. Mr. Waltrip, what do you got for this guy? Oh, okay. damn it. Hang on, I'm sorry. It's too late now, but I just wanted to say when, when it was Paige's attack, we should have said, and we have our first female combatant of the evening. Your <laughs> 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 next combatant is a lady. a lady. Every woman that's watching this uh, fight perks up and goes, oh my God, finally. 
<laughs> I'm tired about hearing yeah. about your dicks. Yeah. Uh-oh. She's a Dildru and she's all about dicks. But it's a different perspective. Yep. <laughs> it is a different perspective. It's one That's where great. I control the dicks. After Abernathy's turn, um, Punzra, having taken a sharp quip from Witch Hedberg, magically swirls its dustier remains. Each creature within 10 feet of the Demi-Lich, including around a corner, must succeed a DC 15 constitution saving throw or be blinded until the end of the next Lich's next turn. Can I interrupt him with a counterspell? Nah, this is a legendary action, okay. unfortunately. And this is not a spell. It's a it's an ability. Got you. So we're doing a constitution saving throw? Correct. 13. Ooh, 19. 23. Rourke got a... I'm sorry. Corpse got a 16. Corn pop rolled a nine. Okay, so the only two affected <laughs> are Corn Pop and Miss Abernathy are now blind until the end of the Demi Lich's okay, turn. Well. And the rest of you are immune to this ability until uh, for, for a whole round. I've been blindfolded before. <laughs> I've been to a glory hole before. Do your worst. <laughs> I don't need... Yeah, you can still hump the stool if you're blind. <laughs> I don't need a, my eyes to, to do what I'm going to do on my turn. Don't you worry. Corpse says the thing about the stool, and from the back, Joey Diaz goes, You get him, Joey! Joe Rogan! <laughs> <laughs> Joe Rogan. Uh, aren't you guys like, Oh, no, how do I do crowd work now? <laughs> All right. In my version, um, the stool humps me. Again, sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Wall trip. It is your go. What do you got for this, Dimilich? I would like to cast a spell called Illusory Dragon. Okay. Gathering the threads of shadow material from the Shadowfell, you create a huge shadowy dragon of uh, um, that you can see. All right. <laughs> <laughs> the illusion lasts. It says, um, any of your enemies that can see it must succeed on a wisdom saving throw. Uh, it's wisdom 18 or become frightened for one minute. A frightened creature ends its turn in a location where it doesn't have a line of sight to the illusion. It can repeat it. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Okay, so you, you can become frightened and as a bonus action you can move it and it can attack uh, with this cone of, of, of different things. But what I would like to do, if possible, is I want to flavor it by creating a dragon that also looks like Dave Chappelle smoking a cigarette, <laughs> and when he ex exhales, that's the cone of uh, fire. That's uh, fantastic. What's his? What's the fantasy Chappelle name? How about Dave Chappelle? Or how about Brave Chappelle? Oh yeah, I like Brave Chappelle. Brave Chappelle is pretty good. All right, so Brave Chappelle, the la legendary smoke-breathing dragon, appears in illusory form. He will be able to get his breath attacks. However. Unfortunately, this Punzra being has true sight and can see through the illusion. Where it still has power, he is not able to be frightened by it. Okay. All right. He's not frightened by Dave Chappelle. That means he's a pretty good comedian. <laughs> or a really bad comedian. Yeah, more likely. Ah, exactly. Okay. Well, I can shoot this uh, cone. When you create the dragon, choose a damage type. Acid, cold, fire. Lightning, necrotic, or poison. Um, roll a roll a, an intelligence check. It's very clearly resistant to fire. If you have Arcana or 
um, history or... I mean, I have um, all of those things. I have good modifiers for them. I rolled a 23 for history. Okay. So with a 23 history, you know that liches are immune to necrotic, poison, psychic, bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing from non-magical weapons. So the necrotic, poison, psychic, uh, none of those would be good. Gotcha. Those would be canceled out. But fire would, would still work. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Why did the flame tongue not do more damage? It's a magical weapon. Uh, resistance to bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing from magical oh. weapons is resistance to those mm. immunity to the to non-magical weapons. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yep. Okay. Well, I know it's a little like hack or whatever, but the dragon's going to breathe fire. He's going to s- inhale real hard on his cigarette, and uh, maybe... Maybe he laughs at a joke and slaps a mic on his <laughs> knee and then <laughs> inhales and then blasts fire down at him. And it says, uh, um, and each creature in the cone must make an intelligence saving throw, taking 7d6 damage of the chosen type on a failed save or half as much on a successful. Intelligence. Okay. He rolled a... 25. I'm assuming that's good enough. Um, so, but he still takes uh, half damage. Half damage, okay. All right, well, I rolled, uh, looks like 25 damage for that 76. So, takes a hearty 12. 12. He is looking real rough, guys. After gaining some health back, he's back down to uh, half intact. So you're, you guys are doing pretty good. Is there anything else that you can do here? I think that was your your actions. I think that's all I could do. I just want to have maybe uh, um, Joey Diaz so- respond to Dave Chappelle's attack and be like, you go, Joe Rogan. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even Joe Rogan. No, but it, but uh, it just- I feel like in this universe, <laughs> it would be Joe Rogue. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Nice. Corn pop, will you? What do you got for this? All right. Guy? Well, I've been watching all of you guys in this game of Quidditch uh, get scoring points. I <laughs> am just going to try to catch the golden snitch right now and try to end this fight. Let's see how that works. I think you can get more nerdy. Um, <laughs> Corn Pop is blind. Okay. Corn Pop is blind. Yeah, but it's like a specific type of nerd that like garners less respect than other types of nerd. Like if I had made an yeah, X Men reference, <laughs> infinitely more respect. <laughs> Even a Dungeons and Dragons reference. But went with Harry with Potterverse. Unimportant. All right. I love I love the idea in your mind that like a bunch of D and D nerds are like <laughs> at least I'm not into Harry Potter. We're, there's a hierarchy here, Amanda. We're, we're not playing terry, tabletop Hogwarts. Or <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. <clears throat> Corn Pop. I don't need to be able to she to take you out and end your career here. Uh, he closed his eyes, not that he needs him. He casts his spell. Uh, could you please describe to me real quick what our enemy is wearing, what this uh, lynch, lich is wearing? Oh. <laughs> something, something low cut. $1.95 for the first minute. So he's, when, when he transformed, he ended up with like this weird lattice work of almost like metal but it's like in the form of like a bondage vest or something like that. Ooh. Okay, wow. All right. I was thinking plaid right, shirt and the... jeans, but sure. Oh, no, this this guy's uh, dark. Also, you can make out just underneath there's a t-shirt that says who farted. 
<laughs> and he, he's got these like Reese's peanut butter cup nipples. <laughs> there it is. Nice callback. Why are they ridged? We're like on a stage. We're in front of an audience, right? People are observing. Or we haven't said that, but like, can we can we retcon that? Sure. That this is this is a roast battle. No, we 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 okay. have said that that there are women in the audience that were finally happy to see a woman yeah. combat. Oh yes, yeah. that there was a lady on the lineup. We've established that they've been following along with the yeah. fight. Okay, excellent. So uh, on the back of his lattice, let's just say the, the if he's wearing a, a on the uppermost pe- garment he is wearing uh, a hat, a headpiece, a shirt. Whatever, on the tallest part of that, I am going to cast the spell Magic Mouth. Okay, yeah, he's got a, a big, like, tiara crown thing, you know, that's poking up with, uh, you know, spikes and. Yeah. Which would even be close to a mic, which I assume he also has in his hand. Perfect. So it's on the back of the tiara. Um, I'm going to now try to do an intimidation check and say, All right, listen. You're going to let me and my friends out of this goddamn pun-filled world, or I'll ruin your career, take your comedy club, and get you canceled. What do you think? And uh, what he doesn't know is that I have, uh, in this spell, I can read the spell to you, but basically allows me, it creates a mouth somewhere, and it allows me to implant a message that can play up to 25 words and it can play uh, that same message up to 10 minutes. I have just given him a warning, and my plan is is that if he says no, uh, the part of the Michael Richards set that got Michael Richards canceled <laughs> will start keep playing out of the back of his set into the microphone, and the audience will think he is just having a racially motivated, hate-filled breakdown in front of everybody. And I warned him, this is what's going to happen. You're going to lose your club. This thing will be closed down within a week. Counterpoint, he'll become a star to the alt-right. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Scott Baio here open up on weekends. It's fucking killer. The audiences love it. (laughs) Drexlin Drexlin looks at him and he goes, yeah, your time is almost up. And he raises his flame tongue and waves it, giving him the light. (laughs) (laughs) So I want to do an intimidation check. do I get do I get advantage roll, because roll uh, that intimidation because I'm so, so clever? It's very good. <laughs> uh, you know, it, you get advantage uh, because it's four o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you get it. You, you you get advantage just because it is a clever thing, and you guys have been doing uh, really oh. okay. Excellent, sweet. I wanted to. Can I do a help action for him and maybe? Um, cast an illusion to make this guy look yeah. like Crystal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you start displaying tweets like dropping into like 17 year olds DMs in the <laughs> all of all of this confuses the lich so much he just goes <laughs> <laughs> I rolled a 17 by the way if he if, if, I, if I fail the intimidation check you know the message goes out he's still canceled I don't give a shit <laughs> Drexlin takes out his phone and starts recording <laughs> <laughs> World star. Could you guys live broadcasting this right now? World star. Yeah. Let's do a charisma saving throw. Okay, he got a twenty. All right. He's got a, a high saving throw for that. So what do you say, you undead piece yeah. of shit? <laughs> well, cl- clearly you don't know my audience. <laughs> I thrive. 
they look into the crowd and they're all wearing MAGA hats. <laughs> yeah, guys, all right, guys, let's get off the stage. We don't want to be on the stage on the video when what's happening is going to happen. Go, go, go. I thrive in cringe and welcome your threats. <laughs> you only empower me more. <laughs> Five, four, three, two, one. And then it just starts. And, you know, the audience just, their jaw drops collectively. Um, so not everybody in, not everybody in the crowd is, would be a fan of this. It's, it's more mixed than, than what Scott he thought. Scott Bale cheering, so, he's laughing. Um, uh, Scott Bale. I'm going to go ahead and <laughs> roll a, a die and see what percentage of the audience becomes hostile to puns raw. 13. So a little more than half the audience is not happy with this. Um, yeah, you just walked the room, you racist fuck. I'll, I'll go ahead and say there were 20 people <laughs> in the audience and a whole 13 of them don't like this, and they are all going to throw um, objects at Punizra. They just couldn't handle how real he is. Yeah, mm-hmm. the rest of the people, they haven't left, but they're filming. <laughs> like, they're just, they're there for just, for just the schadenfreuden. <laughs> it's very apropos of you really to use like a German it. word here. <laughs> the people that love it are are just complaining about cancel culture (laughs) yeah they're they're going live on tiktok right now to complain about it i'm gonna go to go complain to my truck about this just catch me on twitch (laughs) six of them were able to connect a couple of them found some of uh dill druid's dildos from earlier (laughs) you know they got some you know reese's peanut butter cups uh I'm gonna, so I'm gonna roll d6s for all that. That's uh, uh, six, seven, ten. Was it worth it? You could have learned to tell real jokes, but you went with puns. It's crazy. <laughs> and with that, um, he is brought down to an inch, within an inch of his life. Two hit points left, if you wanted to count in that way. We don't. Um, which brings us <laughs> to his turn. <laughs> No. Yeah, well, unfortunately, you didn't quite chop him down before he got a turn. So, while dropping his form from Punzra ever laughing to his original the pun is sure demon form. Well, this has been fun and all, but unfortunately for you, though I may die here today, I shall be resurrected in the abyss, a hero, for I will have tipped the scales in the favor of us demons in the long raging blood wars. With that, um, (laughs) you see him take a necklace that is hanging from his, uh, neck, you know. Her necklaces hang. <laughs> oh, yeah. Where they usually go. Yeah. Okay. Sure, 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 that was sure. A surprise. He, he didn't have it around his dick or anything. It was around his neck. Um, big surprise. It could have been the dick neck. <laughs> Drexlin pulls out his his Titanic necklace, too, and goes, Oh, dude, twinsies. <laughs> oh, that's nice. But this one has a little bit of a special thing. I've prepared a special scenario for you. And with that, I bid you adieu. He puts the necklace in his mouth, bites down, and... It's a cyanide cap. <laughs> a little bit more than that. <laughs> sometimes I was... 
Sometimes when I'm bombing, I wish I had a cyanide capsule, too. <laughs> You'll all regret not laughing at me in two seconds. <laughs> it's funny you said bombing because he explodes. <gasps> and the Is this a spell or no? No, this is, is an effect. Okay. The world tears gotcha. apart and you find yourself in a final scenario. You are on a strange ship of sorts. It's in the shape of a, a truck. And you are all wearing silly red or yellow or blue uniforms with little badges. Oh my god. Um, and you are a part of a delivery team. Um, this is Star Trek's Enterprise, the next rental division. Yeah. Yeah. I saw this one coming so... Oh. Well, we won. He killed us. Well, he fate worse than death. <laughs> <laughs> you pull up to your client because, as you know, Enterprise delivers. And you pull up to where you're supposed to pick this entity up from and you see a massive technologically advanced dodecahedron ship and immediately multiple entities covered in extra technology beam onto your ship god damn it and they're all orc women and they're wearing swan dresses. It's the Bjorks. <sighs> the Cybjorks. They say, Hello! We are Cybjorks! <laughs> oh my god, think, I thought you were going to do Orcs and Mindy. <laughs> <laughs> there is music everywhere. Your resistance <laughs> will be fruitless. <laughs> And that's where we're going to end our episode. Who knows what happens to this fine crew as they are besieged by Cybjork herself. And uh, we don't know. Uh, somehow, uh, eventually, we see Waltrip in future episodes. Maybe that has something to do with his clones. Maybe they win this or what. We don't know. But they have been sucked into a mighty fine trap. Thank you so much, Paige. And Wesley and Armando and Torres. <laughs> Forgot that from last time. You are fantastic guests. We had so much fun, and I, I wish we could have a whole new podcast of, of just this. Uh, but I know you have plenty of other things to do, but maybe we can have you back as, as guests sometime and see what else happens. So. For sure. That would be very nice, yeah. Well, hang yeah. on. Let's wait and see what the ratings are. Yeah, you guys like puns that much. <laughs> <Just gonna come. laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I hope you guys had fun, and uh, I can't wait for this these episodes to come out, and uh, for you guys to let your fans know <laughs> if you want to subject them <laughs> to uh, this much pun humor. Um, we understand if you don't. Oh, okay, they're used good. to it. They're, yeah, they're, they're ready for it. it. They're primed. With that, let's wrap it up and uh, let's give out any plugs that we need to give. Um, we'll start with our, our guest, uh, Armando Torres. Where can people find you? Do you have anything to plug? Tell us what you got. Hey, uh, I've been on the show for the whole time and I hope you've enjoyed it. If you want to uh, find me on the internet, you can find me on Instagram, <laughs> Twitter, and now on TikTok because I'm a piece of shit. And uh, all of those are at Mondo Does Stuff, M A N D O Does Stuff. 
Um, to add on to the douchebaggery, I've started Twitch streaming on Fridays. Uh, I've gone full teenage boy dream. That's what my career is now. Did you just um, recently find out you're a piece of shit? <laughs> yeah. wow. I've been I've been in denial for a long time, and then I got TikTok and was like, "Oh, this feels." Right. Um, he doesn't have a he doesn't have a great sense of smell, yeah. so it took a bit. <laughs> Upon clicking accept to, to uh, TikTok's terms and conditions, your delusion faded and you finally accepted your true form. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's part of it. You also give them all of your data. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I uh, Twitch stream now, twitch.tv slash Mondo does stuff. Uh, we just did a great stream with uh, Cult Podcast Horror Version, a bunch of people from Rooster Teeth. And we've got a bunch of other uh, really cool streams coming up as well. So come join us. And again, all of that is on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, at Mondo Does Stuff. You can come find me there. Thank you. Bye. Thank you so much, Armando. And yeah, Awful Neutral fans, please check out all of his other stuff. He's a, a great talent and you should love him. Um, Paige Wesley. I just want to be friends. Is that okay? That- <laughs> <laughs> Paige Wesley, what do you got for us? Where can people find you? And uh, what do you got to plug? Uh, if you want to see me with significantly less dildos involved, uh, you can. <laughs> uh, never mind. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you can uh, listen to Cult Podcast or Horror Virgin or Romancing the Pod, uh, or you can follow me on Twitter at Paige Wesley or Instagram at Rampage Wesley. Same on TikTok, uh, because I've been a piece of shit for a while. Hell yeah! Uh, now, how many? How many less dildos? Like, there's still some, right? They're not all gone, are they? No, no. It's pretty much like a zero-sum dildo situation. Uh, um, you get you get a few on Colt Podcast. That's true. But... That's true. You get a few on Colt Podcast. Occasionally one on Romancing the Pod. Yeah, your, your podcast is pretty horny. I wouldn't... I've listened. It's a fun show. Horny. It's, it's horny. Dude, our Patreon's even hornier. It's it's a very horny time for the yeah. show right now. Yeah, you, you talk about your vampire erotica? No, yeah, no, no. no. It's a very horny show. It's a very horny show. Uh, I feel like this is a good place to bring up Armando's only fans yeah <laughs> that's where you want to find all the dildos and it's not the app dave is just talking about my fans there's two of them they're my only fans <laughs> they're called uh, mom and dad no they don't like him it's just mom <laughs> <laughs> mom cares enough it's for just you. mom and whoever her boyfriend is. <laughs> mom and chad <laughs> he really wants my approval <laughs> your step jeff um <laughs> Paige, is that all of your plugs and everything? We we kind of jumped in That's there. It. But That's yeah, thank it. you so much. Uh, we love everything that you've brought to us. And I, I'm excited to check out more of your, your ventures. You have too many of them. I can't keep up. But someday I'll get through them all. It is, it is very busy. Uh, it is rough making all this happen from a one-bedroom apartment. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Dave Callens, where can people find you? Oh, let's see, on the, the Twitter and the Instagram at Sharkodile, and I also, uh, I help Damien run the Twitter, the, the Awful D&D Twitter, and the Patreon page, so look us up there. If you enjoy the show, uh, consider subscribing as a patron. We have a lot of fun stuff we give away to fans. Thank you so much, Dave. This was a great adventure, and um, Damien Mercado, where can people find you? 
You can find me on another little podcast I do called Science Faction. If you like the humor of this show, uh, the horny Dungeons and Dragons style humor, you will love horny science style humor. Uh, it's 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 very similar. <laughs> In fact, uh, although the episode, by the time this broadcasts, it will have already happened. So uh, Paige is going to, uh, I'm going on my honeymoon soon, and Paige Wesley is going to be, uh, we've only had a guest comedian come in twice to, uh, when some, when I couldn't be there once, was Dave Callens in seven years. And the second time, it's going to be for my honeymoon, Miss uh, where Paige Wesley is going to replace me. So uh, good luck, Paige. Uh, hopefully uh, you ha- don't do so well that Bobby just has you replace me. Well, that's probably <laughs> going to happen. <laughs> also- I mean... Who has the time? Well, the Craig her busy <laughs> schedule's all the Armando's still on the like. <laughs> Armando, Armando, and Bobby yeah, had a so conversation pretty. recently, and Bobby was very impressed with Armando. So I, I still think that I could lose it to Armando. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, really. It, like knowing Bobby, it's gonna be me yeah. that you would lose it to, but that's just his personal bias. Yeah. He's been pushing yeah. hard. Like, he's a huge hey. racist. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 he's no, not, no, no. Uh, Armando's a little too ethnic. I like, I like, a, I like Latino <laughs> light in my co-host. <laughs> Wait, I get it. Uh, uh, I'm gonna cast fog cloud real quick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Also, to be clear, Dave Callens was free to fill in. They just they had him once, and they were like, Never again. <laughs> "That's enough." No, thank you. That's it. Uh, with that, uh, finally, we have Jesse Egan. Thank you so much for joining us again for this wonderful adventure and capturing Waltrip so well. Where can people find you? Thanks. You can find me at Jesse Egan Comedy on all social media, and if you have time. Check out my special. It's called That's the Spirit. It's on Dry Bar Comedy. So good. Thanks for awesome. a great one. It's such a good special. Check it out. So good. Thank you so much, Thanks, Jesse. And last but finally, well, yeah, I'm here too. I'm Clint Beicher, and I have been your dungeon nanny for this. Oh, sorry. Hey, Clint, where can people find you? <laughs> you can Hanging find from me. from my bedpost. I'm into sex. You can find me installing bedposts to hang from. Um. <laughs> yeah, Clint definitely sleeps on a floor mattress, right? <laughs> no, I built my own bed. No I'm, mattress, just I'm a floor. I'm a very talented carpenter, uh, not so much comedian. I built my own bed. It's fantastic. Thank you. Uh, you can find me at Clint Beischer, C-L-I-N-T-B-E-I-S-H-I-R, at whatever social medias and uh, if you feel like it you can check out some old episodes of the treehouse guys or even um building off the grid to see some of my building talents now that we've talked about me building beds and uh thank you oh and his tiktok which is just this ginger bitch (laughs) (laughs) i'd love to see who has that in real life (laughs) <laughs> there, there surely is a TikTok, and you know, I'm just gonna plug uh, a TikTok that I haven't looked at yet. This ginger bitch. Um, uh, thank you, Dave. Someone's gonna get like a tiny little spike in fans, like three or four new subscribers. Like, oh, pay it back, weird. Um, <laughs> pay it back, ginger bitch. And finally, thank you so much, listeners, for joining us for this silly adventure. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, I sure did. And it was hard to keep up with these wonderful people uh, keeping me on my toes. Thank you, everyone. Bye. 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 Just FYI, this ginger bitch on TikTok's name is Evelyn. (laughs) (laughs) You're welcome.
Oh, finally got some time away to get back to making shower sodium. I'm behind in a lot of orders. Alright, well let's get things cooking and let's get to talking to myself while I do this. It gets pretty boring making shower sodium. Ah, what would I do without the best damn shower sodium junkies this side of Gnometown? I'd like to thank Andrew Robertson, Molly Gordon, and Harrison Gabe. Your patronage towards my incredibly toxic drugs have allowed me to fund my important work in showing people that vaccines are dangerous and actually have tracking devices implanted in them. That's right, the dangerous whatever virus. Alright, add a little bit of this to a little bit of that. Oh, that reminds me. I got some new in-laws in the family. I'd like to welcome three kobolds in a trench coat, Rob Wagner and Cody Martinez to the Corn Pop Wheel Your Family. Just a couple of things of what you can expect. First off, you're going to get shot at every once in a while, so just get used to that. Secondly, no shirt. You're okay in Corn Pop's book. And number three, I'm probably going to get intoxicated and make a pass at you at some point, so try not to make such a big deal about it, okay? You're part of the family now. Ah, uh, mixing all these chemicals. That reminds me of the boys down at the fishing hole. Anthony Silva, A.J. Kurosaki, and Hector Angulo. The fishing hole, of course, being a swingers club we all go to with our misses. Although none of us have misses anymore. So is what we do really swinging? Well, I don't know. That's a thought for another time. Let me just grab my copper wiring. God damn it, my copper wiring's been stolen in my... Oh, I'm gonna have to do this the hard way. <sighs> I know who did it. I know who stole my copper wiring. It was... Those no-good ne'er-do-wells, Dwayne Donovan, Fred Milano, and Chance Deason. I'm telling you right now, there ain't no place you can hide from old Corn Pop. You stole from old Corn Pop? That's a death sentence. I'm going to have to involve your kin in this. And go ahead and involve my kin, because I've done worse to them. God damn it, they stole my outhouse seat too. What am I supposed to do if I have to go while making shower sodium? Well, that's a problem I'm going to have to solve later. Making shower sodium, that always reminds me of the consequences of in case I ever were to get caught again. Sheriff Natasia Egrain, Deputy Christopher Skelton, and Judge Quezon Escobedo have always given old corn pop a run for his money. They ain't never locked him away for long, though. <laughs> Don't think about the law, people. Think about something while you're working. Think about something more pleasant. Uh, in fact, let's recap the results of Corn Pop's backyard wrestling. Let's see. The first match of the evening, I believe, was a tag team match. Matthew R. and Torso Full of Bees were in a tag team championship match versus their addictions. They did well. They won. They're no longer addicted to shower sodium. 
Old Corn Pop's gonna have to fix that, help them have a relapse, if you know what I'm talking about. Let's see, the next match... I believe Christopher Waltrip was able to eke out a victory over Rebecca Throop. But that was mainly because Rebecca Throop gave up backyard wrestling to go to ninth school. It was a forfeit victory. And damn you, Rebecca, for getting your fancy book learning. Yeah, you think you're better than Corn Pop? And I believe the last match was between Jessica Oldbeer and Jay Baker. And it ended in a draw after I started to realize that Corn Pop's entire backyard wrestling match was actually just a shower sodium induced hallucination. Huh. Just thinking out loud. Just free thinking. Alright, we're just going to let this cook a little bit longer, turn on my heat source. You know, when old Corn Pop went to Triple Harvard, he probably didn't think where he would be where he is now. In fact, there was a time when there were three professors who saw something in him. Lynette DeBell, Rick Turpin, and Lindsay Taylor. All professors at Triple Harvard who just saw something in a gnome pretending to be a janitor, wearing overalls with a butt flap exposing his backside while he was writing a formula upon a chalkboard. A formula that would one day become the shower sodium I'm making now. Those three professors are currently incarcerated and rightly so. They've made a monster. Alright, and we're all done. I just take these out of the old shower sodium oven. Looks like we got some new strains. That should be nice and fun. This strain... Oh... Makes me think I'm on something called Rogan. And somebody named Joey Diaz is telling me I'm a monster. I think I'll name that strain Malleus Varmentum. Well, I guess we're all done here for today. You know, they say you shouldn't talk to yourself while doing something dangerous like making shower sodium. One small slip putting your combustibles next to a heat source and the whole thing could be hard damn.